Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, that sucked. That's all you can say. That sucked. Let's see what happened today. Uh, You couldn't block. You couldn't cover. You couldn't move the ball in the first half. You get under 100 yards in total offense in the first half. Your backup finally comes in. Does very well. Still had a chance to win it late, and then somehow Van Jefferson could not catch possibly the easiest ball thrown in not only NFL history, but the history of football. Went right through his hands. And I'm befuddled, too. All right. You, you see that uh, Desmond Ritter gets benched. Or, or, or no, no, no. He's in percussion, concussion protocol. They look at him. And uh, he passes protocol, so he's eligible to go back in the game. But Arthur Smith maintains that, well, he just didn't seem right to us. Then how does he pass concussion protocol? All right. Let's just get down to brass tacks. Let's listen to this very odd vague interview that David Archer had with Falcons head coach Arthur Smith after today's 28-23 loss to Tennessee. Art, you turned to Taylor Heineke in the second half. Why? Well, we just needed to get Des checked out. So, um, we, you know, we went through it, and that's why we have Taylor here. You know, we didn't think Des was right, so he got checked out, and Taylor got in there, and that's why we paid him to come in here and, and for moments like that. And uh, he did a nice job, and Fortunately, you know, we got ourselves in a hole too little, too late. This is a Tennessee defense that came in with 15 sacks, and they were really hard to handle up front. I know you anticipated and respected that, but it was a little bit more than you thought. Well, a couple things early. You know, we got to be cleaner than that. We can't let have free runners. So that's that's on, that's not to discredit them, and they, they got them going early. So you know, it's kind of the thing. The field position, some of those some of those mistakes, and uh, like I said, played right in their hands. And credit to them, they got up and they you know schemed up some shots, and then we. You know, we come marching back and, uh, 
you know, too little, too late. This is a defense that has not given up the explosive play, and they ended up hitting some on you. Any any reason for that? Yeah, go back and look at the tape. But um, you know, there's a, there's a combination of things, and you just got to look at it. You know, with the rush and the cover, and so they did a nice job of protecting too. And they got it. They got us on a few. All right, you got some footing when you got down in the red zone. Some things you were able to cash some in. Eight. Do, do you take anything from that as you move forward? Yeah, it's stuff that we're continuing to try to work on. I mean, like I said, we moved the ball extremely well in the second half. Um, but like I said, it's just we put ourselves in too big of a hole and uh, tough to overcome. You know, had a chance down to the end. Um, but like I said, we, we came up short. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks, Arsh. Wow. All right, so your uh, starting quarterback goes into concussion protocol, passes concussion protocol, but the coach says, well, he just didn't seem right. But if he didn't seem right, then he shouldn't pass concussion protocol. I don't get it. It's like the thing with uh, B. John Robinson last week and that went against uh, the Buccaneers. They maintained he had a headache pregame, and, he, and then he gets one carry, and that one carry happens in one of the more vital moments of the game. But they said he wasn't right. I think he's playing up the concussion thing didn't seem right because he didn't want to let us know that there is, in fact, I don't know if we have a quarterback controversy anymore. Is Taylor Heineke going to start next week? Or, or do we fully expect Desmond Ritter will start again next week? I mean, can you do that? Did not look very good today. And how many times do you look up and it's, it's, it's second and 15, it's, it's third and 24 with this team? Why do you always have to suffer that ghastly second down sack that leaves you at third and 24? And this is a team, the Titans, this is the most points they've scored in a game all year. Half of their games coming in to today against the Falcons, they had scored less than 20 points. And you as the Falcons, you give up the most points you've given up all year in a single game, the most explosive plays you've given up all year in a single game to a rookie quarterback making his first start. Will Levis looked pretty good, didn't he? We knew what he was coming out of Kentucky. Elite arm talent. The big thing about him was perhaps his decision-making uh, lim- limit- limitations because he did throw 23 interceptions in two years at Kentucky, and that's why he probably slipped to the, uh, the second round, beginning part of the second round. So let's see what happened today. The Titans' O-line is, hasn't been very good. Their tight end position has been right near the bottom of the league. No production from there. Uh, let's see. Uh, your star wide receiver, DeAngelo Hopkins, what? He did not. He's gone nine games without a touchdown, gets three today. I mean, this was just, this is terrible. Four zero four seven two six zero nine tonight. If you want to get on on the Falcons flyover, it's going to be a very abbreviated one tonight because uh, we have Hawks basketballs. They try to get into the win column. Finally, um, they're up in Milwaukee taking on the uh, Bucks. So that's going to be a pregame at six thirty, tip time at seven o'clock. Hawks basketball coming up right here on uh, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game, but today it's just a typical thing. Yet again, you lose a very very winnable game against a very very beatable opponent who came into the game. Under 500. They're without their starting quarterback. They have a rookie making his very first start. And he looked pretty comfortable today, certainly. But let's pause real quick to do a, a legal ID at the uh 
The exactly. NFL plays here. Sunday, Monday, and Thursday night football on WZGC Atlanta and WZGC HD1. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So you have less than 100 yards total offense in the first half, and it was just it was just off. You could not get anything going, and your defense is giving up explosive plays, probably because they sold out for the run. I was asking uh, Mike Johnson, I'd explain those uh, big plays. Well, they sold out for the run and dealing with Derrick Henry, who did go over 100 yards today, by the way. And as a result, you uh, left some people pretty vulnerable. But just um, just a frustrating, frustrating day. Is this what this team's going to be? Are they? I, I had them for 11 wins. I've certainly, I, I have walked way back from that. Maybe they're just a 500 team. Maybe they are. Maybe they're nine and eight, eight and nine, and you're gonna, you'll probably finish nine and eight, and one game out of the final wild card spots. Probably what's gonna happen. That's where this seemingly is headed. And I'm telling you this, this fan base. I, I look on the Falcoholic. I look at Twitter. This fan base is turning on Arthur. They're turning on Arthur Smith big time. And why? Why in the hell? All right, let's see. You're in the red zone. Let's bring in three tight ends. And you have your second uh, second string tight end trying to throw a pass to your third string tight end as your starting tight end. You know, the one you date, uh, drafted number four overall is higher blocking. Than, higher than anybody who's ever yeah. been drafted as a tight end. And he's blocking on the play. And that was just that was just such a sad-looking play. That's like something they made up because time was running out. What the hell was that? I mean, just some of these things just leave you scratching your head. And as a result, you're back to 500 now. You're looking very much like a 9-8 a and eight team, and do you have a quarterback? It always happens. The backup, it seems like 99% of the time it happens. When the backup quarterback comes in, they provide a jolt of energy. You get some momentum. You start scoring on consecutive possessions. That's what happened today. Field goal, field goal, touchdown. Another issue, though. You gotta figure out how to get the ball in the end zone, not be settling for field goals, even though you have a very reliable kicker, the best kicker in the NFL, clearly. But this is just um just terrible today. And you did have a pretty good defensive front, but the pass protection wasn't there. The offensive line, it just seemed to be an off day, kind of a flat day. I don't know. I can't really explain it. But just watching that game today, you just really never thought the Falcons had a chance, regardless of uh Heineke being there or whomever. You just felt like they're going to fall short. They'll make a run. Then something will happen. Then you have that horrible drop by uh, Jefferson, which would have extended the drive. You still had, what, just under a minute left in the game. You didn't have any timeouts left, but you at least had a chance. But with that drop, that was pretty much done for. All right, let's see who we have here. Let's go out to uh, Reggie. Hello, Reggie. What's going on? Welcome. Hey, you know, I'm <clears> – <throat> I'm I'm just I'm curious as because I, I I heard a lot of people call you know they they call a lot of people who had criticisms of this team fair weather fans so I'm just really I'm, I'm curious what the real fans are, are are saying right now like how much longer are we supposed to wait for Desmond Ritter to you know to develop because I thought the NFL stood for not for long right like how much uh-huh. time well, <laughs> you know and, and and it's like you're gonna waste. Uh, a, a good defense, you know. You, all you have to do is be competent. Hold on to the ball. They teach you that in Pee Wee League. Like, like what, 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 what am I saying here? Yeah, I, I appreciate your call, Reggie. Yeah, I mean, you turn over the ball. There you go. Another fumble today to go with three fumbles last week and three interceptions the other week before. So Desmond Ritter basically leading the league in a turnover. So 
Taylor Heineke came in and uh, gave the Falcons a jolt after the game. David Archer caught up with the Falcons' backup quarterback who might be QB1 going forward. Taylor, a game that uh, seems like all these games come down to one score. doesn't matter what weekend it is, who the opponent is. Tell me about your mindset coming in at halftime. Yeah, it was, I've been in this position the last two years. Um, you know, backing up Fitzpatrick and backing up Carson Wentz. And, you know, it's unfortunate circumstances for the reasons I have to play. But um, when Coach calls my number, you just kind of go in there and, and, and try to have fun with it. Um, you know, I grew up watching Brett Favre, and he went out there, had fun, was very passionate. And he's the reason I fell in love with football. So I try and go out there and emulate that. Well, you had a, you had a Favre-like scramble there where it looked like you were collared a couple of times. Uh, what went through your mind there? It looked like you were sacked twice on the play on third down to get it to fourth and one. Yeah, well, I was trying to – I don't know if I was even trying to escape. I was just trying to make the sack <laughs> not as, as deep. And, uh, you know, once I wasn't down, I was kind of like, holy shit, you know, um, you know, just keep going. And I was about a half yard short from getting the first down, but I think we converted and went down and scored there. But, um, you know, I'll go back and look on film, see, see if I, anything I can do better. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a pretty cool play. What's the key to come in and be in rhythm like it seemed like you were almost immediately when you stepped on the field? Yeah, I think it's all about the preparation. Um, you know, all the way going back to OTAs, um, trying to get a rapport with the receivers, trying to get a relationship with them, how they run routes and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we've worked really hard at it since since April. So um, I think if Logan goes in there, he's doing the same thing. So I think we have a, we have a really good quarterback group. Tell me about the throw to Scotty. Uh, as good a throw as you're going to see on that, kind of a blind throw the wheel route, you got to just put it in a spot and he went and got it for you. It's actually funny because um, you know, all throughout OTAs and training camp, I threw about five of those to Scotty, and all of them were incomplete. Um, <laughs> so the fact that we completed that one in a, in a crucial situation was really cool. Um, I didn't see him catch it, but I heard the, the crowd go silent, which, you know, is a good thing on the away game. So um, really cool for Scotty. I think it's his first touchdown of the year. Um, and hopefully we can build on that. All right, give me an idea what the mindset there. You get the ball back. Defense gets you the ball back. Get more than enough time to go operate. Looks like you're going to get the completion. Van, who had a really good game, doesn't come up with a final throw. Your thoughts on, on how this thing ended? Yeah, you know, it sucks. Um, Van will tell you the same thing. Um, very uncorrect uncharacteristic of him but um, you know we're all human we all make mistakes um, and I, he's going to bounce back next week and, and play great and he had a great game other than that that play so um, you know we're a team it didn't come down just to that play um, so we'll look at the film and see what we can do better Taylor thanks for your time thank you and that drop was just awful armless man makes, makes that catch not Van Jefferson though oh just horrible all right, let, let's recap this. Okay, you uh, you couldn't block, you couldn't cover, gave up way too many explosive plays to a rookie quarterback making his first ever start. Looked comfortable back there. It seemed like in the beginning of the game a little bit, Will Levis was a little jittery because you were getting some pressure, but he settled in and throws four touchdown passes. And this is, this is an offense that has not been very good this year. Like I said, they came in today. They would not scored over 20 points in three of their six games. They scored 28 today. That's the most the Falcons have given up in one game. Most explosive plays the Falcons have given up in one game to a rookie quarterback making his first start. 404-726-0929. Let's go back out to the phones. Let's see what Wayne has to say. Hello, Wayne. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm, I'm 64 years old, been a Falcon fan a long time. I'm so frustrated. Um, there's one stat I look at every week. Tyler Azier. Every time he have 15 or more carries, regardless of yards, of doing his career, we won every game. Every single game that he had less than 15 carries, we've lost every game. And that's a fact. Why don't we, we need more? I know Bijan is the new shiny toy, but Algier get in the red zone, he get a nine-yard carry. Oops, 
that worked. We can't do that anymore. Let's throw the ball outside. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. On, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that works. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. What a tough thing to watch today. And what's the quarterback situation going to be going forward? I mean, Arthur Smith maintaining, well, Desmond Ritter had to go into concussion protocol. He cleared the protocol, was available to go back into the game. But Arthur said, well, he just didn't seem quite right. Well, if he didn't seem right, he probably wouldn't have passed concussion protocol. Is this Arthur just trying to deflect from the notion, no, he was benched for making it, for uh, fumbling the ball again and not getting anything done in the uh, first half where, as a team, you had under 100 yards in total offense. This is not about the concussion thing. doesn't seem like it at all. We'll go back out to your uh, – Let's go back out to the phones on the uh, Falcon flyover. Falcons lose it, drop to 4-4 four and four to the Titans. Vikings coming in next week, so hopefully pick up a win, get back over uh, 500 there. Let's go out to David. Hello, David. David, go ahead. Word wait and Falcons waiting, and Falcons seem to go hand-in-hand, hand, and I'll tell you what, I am sick of waiting. I've waited for 58 years, and I'm tired of waiting for crap, and that's what we watched today. It was very bad, very bad football. Are you going to start seeing other teams? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> David was very to the point. I appreciate that. David, David, David was very to the point. Told, yeah. us, told us how we felt, said it quickly, said it efficiently, and All right. that was it. Let's see how efficient Big James is. Big James, what's up? What's going on, Rob? Talk to me, Big James. Man, look, you can say what you want about Will Levis. He looked good. I know, you know, I didn't see it when he was coming out, but – Defense gave us a chance to win. That's all you want is a chance to win. And I, I liked Heineke out there. He looked so composed. And I, I think – I don't know if it says anything, Rob, but Desmond got sacked five times. Yep. Taylor's behind that same offensive line. He only got sacked once. He was still scrambling, but he looked a lot better and was way more effective. I, I, you well, know, it's, it's more I, experience. I it's more experience. That's, that's what it is. That's why he's, he's just yeah. more savvy in that way, man. What else you got? got? Anything else? No, man. I hope and the concussion thing. Yeah. I hope this isn't like a uh, we're going back to Desmond next week type thing. I'm hoping you know what I'm saying because I feel like Arthur wants that to work so bad yep. that he's giving it every chance to succeed, but it's going to be at the detriment of the team. And we his job good out there. And, yeah, his, and job. his job. We look good out there with Heineke. But yeah, love it, Rob. Keep it going, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right, let's see what Adam has to say. Adam, go. What you got? What's up, Ralph? Hello, sir. What's up, Ralph? All right, what you got, Adam? Talk to me. Hey, uh, do you think AJ Terrell realizes that he's in a contract year, or is he like in a team friendly contract year? Because this guy has been getting smoked all year long, and the only ones that need a, a concussion. Up is all the fans that throw their heads down in their hands every time Ritter's on the field. Oh dear! All right, appreciate your call. Well, that first uh, that first big play, uh, DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. He mugged AJ Terrell. He mugged him, mugged him, pushed off, blatant. Yet it wasn't called. But you can't blame the officials. You should have not given up other big plays today. But I'm saying, you know, in all fairness to uh, Terrell on that one, and Richie Grant also getting uh, toasted on. On a play, too. The defense just didn't have their their greatest day today. And now you got to worry about Grady Jarrett. He's got a knee issue. How long is he going to be out? Drake London got a little banged up. So we got a lot of issues. 
Uh, let's take some more calls real quick. Let's go to who we got. Let's go to Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello. Talk to me, Dave. What's on yeah. your mind? Spit your venom. <laughs> I just, I'm like everybody else. I mean, why in the hell does Will Levis have a coming out party? He just always seems like, you know, you get a team that's supposedly not that good, that they just become good against the Falcons. I don't know why that is. <laughs> but, you know, we just, like the other caller said, and by the way, the last call, he sounded like D Ledbetter. <laughs> a little bit. I thought yeah. that was him. <laughs> but we got to do better. I mean, we get, they they got to use what they got. Like Algier, he's he was right. They got to use what what the, what's good for them and what's working. And they don't they don't seem to stay with it. All right, man. I appreciate your call. Let's get to a couple more calls before we get to a break. Let's go out to Joe. Hello, Joe. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. Hey. hey, thanks for taking my call. I got a couple of quick comments. Number one. Will Levitt was drafted because they gave up on the guy that was drafted right after Ritter last year. But anyways, um, about the Falcons draft, our regime has been here three years now. Look at some of the picks that have been bust. A lot of people forget about last year's third round. We drafted a linebacker to also that probably wouldn't even be on the roster. Uh, he hadn't even – I think he might play special teams, but he'd probably already be cut. What are we what are we gonna be looking at moving forward? We cannot build this roster just on free agency. Look at our first three picks. We had Pitts, Grant, and Mayfield. Last year we drafted uh London. We drafted a linebacker who's hurt who may be okay. We drafted a defensive end that doesn't play as much anymore, and we drafted Ritter and D'Angelo Malone. Yep. I mean, are we are we gonna hit at all on draft picks? I'm talking about our early draft picks. All right. You know, Rich, well, the, uh, I appreciate I appreciate you. Uh, well, the jury's out, but uh, you've talked about possibly uh, the Falcons have offered a, a Washington Commanders a third uh, third round pick for a Montez Sweat. It's a pretty good, pretty good edge guy. If that could ever uh, go through, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I don't think if they would pull the trigger on that, but I don't know. All, all, all remains to be seen. I think we got time for one more call, real quick, don't we? All right, let's go out to let's go out to Jay. Hello, Jay. Welcome. How you doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. Quickly, uh, Arthur Smith, uh, I don't understand how he doesn't use Kyle Pitts. Okay, we had to draft this unicorn instead of Michael Parsons. I feel he's as good as uh, Travis Swift over there in KC. Travis Swift gets 20, 20 passes thrown to him a game, no matter who's on him. Kyle Pitts is invisible half the time, and if he does catch a pass, he gets taken out immediately. So why did we draft him? Go ahead and trade him and get a pass rusher. You wanted Robinson instead of a pass rusher. He touches the ball 13 times. He should be getting the ball a minimum of 25 times a game. And he's, he's disappearing. You have three top, top 10 picks on this offense, and you're averaging 16 points a game. It's ridiculous. All right. And- Man, I, you're, the, the, the tone of your voice, I think most Falcon fans echo your sentiment, my friend. We're going to come back, take a couple more of your calls, and leading up to um, – Hawks pregame, they're in Milwaukee tonight, pregame at 6.30, tip time 7, as the 0-2 Hawks look for their first win, and that's going to be right here on Sports Radio 99 The Game.
take a look back at today's game with Falcons Flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank God that I don't have to talk about this. Whatever transpired up in Nashville today, but just for the next nine minutes, I'll take your calls as well because my mouth is filling up with bile and I just, I'm at a loss. Everything just sucked today. Everything sucked. Grady Jarrett out with a knee injury. How long is he going to be hurt? How's Drake London? He got a little banged up. And the big mystery lingering. Your your, uh, starting quarterback taken out of the game, goes into concussion protocol, passes the protocol, does not come back into the game because Arthur Smith says, well, he just didn't seem right. Well, if he didn't seem right, then why did he pass concussion protocol? You had less than 100 yards total offense in the first half, about 96, I believe. Then Taylor Heineke comes in. You have almost 300 yards total offense, and you score on three consecutive possessions. You're driving for the potential game winner right through the arms, the most easily caught pass in NFL history, I think, right through the arms of Mr. Jefferson. So what are you going to do? All right, we're going to take your calls, and I'm just going to grin and bear this last eight minutes of the show because I don't really want to be here now because it's just – just maddening today. I, I, it drives me nuts, man. It drives me nuts. How many times do I have to see my team lose winnable games to beatable opponents? It drives me nuts. It I drives it. me crazy. I get it. It almost feels like, well, you see Georgia Tech beats a ranked North Carolina team every year, but they always lose to a Bowling Green. It's like, well, I don't know what the hell to make of this. All right, let's go out to uh, Fred. Hello, Fred. Welcome. Fred. All right, let's go to Eddie. Okay, there you go, Fred. Go ahead. What you got? Hey, Zach, actually. But, you know, here's the thing. I'm getting tired of watching the bad offensive line play from top to bottom. I know a lot of folks want to talk about quarterback play, quarterback play. Your offensive line, our offensive line, has been absolute garbage this season. Top to bottom. We got a center that can't make snaps right. He's throwing snaps left, right, center. That bumble one in Tampa Bay was off the center's leg because the center couldn't hang the ball straight back. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I, I know we, I know quarterback is a hot position. Everyone looks at quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. But if you play ball, you look at ball, uh, watch high school ball, any level of football, if the line ain't right, the line ain't right. And you have less than 100 yards of offense, which means your running backs can't get running. Your, your quarterback can't get thrown. That is on your line. Your line is trash. And until we can fix that line, we're going to be hot garbage for a while. I appreciate it. They, they were garbage today. They've been pretty good for the most part this year. They've gotten a little better in pass protection. They have. Until today, they take a seeming step back. What, five sacks given up in the first half? So, all right, let's go out to Fred. Fred, what's on your mind? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, I've been watching the Falcons since General Lee was the quarterback. So I have seen a <laughs> Not lot Bob of Bob Lee, number 19. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of years. And, you know, the previous caller, he kind of stole my thunder. You cannot win. You know, I, I, I just don't understand Arthur Smith. I mean, the guy looks like an offensive lineman. You'd think he'd think like an offensive lineman. You have to have a rock-solid offensive line in order to run the freaking ball in the NFL. And we don't have that. Uh, we draft these guys like Lindstrom and, and, you know, they're supposed to grade out and this and that. And yet when the push comes to shove, they defensive line. It's one in the trenches. That's all I got. All right. Well, you seem to be in this fan base. It's interesting looking on Twitter, Falcoholic. This fan base is turned on Arthur Smith. Now they have turned on him. They're going to be like the, the villagers in Frankenstein. They're going to try to run him out of town, carrying <laughs> torches and, and torches. pitchforks. Yes. Oh boy. 
All right, let's take a couple more calls before we uh, call it tonight. Let's go to, uh, who is it, Eddie? We got Eddie next. Hello, Eddie. What's on your mind? Rob, man, we've been through so much quarterback trauma in this town. I was so, I, was, I mean, I just really hated to see Matt go, man. I mean, he represented stability for the organization. Oh, yeah. And now look where we are. Look where we are. Now, everybody in, 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 in the city knew when Heineke got in, he was going to have that offense humming. Everybody knew it. Yep. Like, no one is surprised that when Heineke got in, the offense came together because he's a veteran, he can win, he has playoff experience. Let's just, let's just end this experiment and ride with Heineke. It probably won't happen because Falcons, but that is what I'm hoping for. All right, appreciate you. Maybe you'll get your wish. But I strongly think it is a press. I think he has a Monday press conference, that North mm-hmm. Ever Monday press conference, yep. a postmortem. I think he's going to probably announce tomorrow. Now we're going to we're going to keep riding with Desmond Ritter. Keep keep banging your head on, yes, the, on the wall. Keep banging your head on that wall. <laughs> it is so maddening though because he he makes some uh, nice tight window throws, especially because mm-hmm. he has that chemistry with Drake London, yeah. which is excellent. He makes those plays, and next thing you know, he takes a terrible sack. Mm-hmm. On second down, yep. Then you're then you're setting up at third and twenty four. Exactly. It's always second and twelve, third and twenty four of this team, it seems. Yeah. I and I tweeted this out. I was like, I like Ritter. It's it's yeah. nothing against Ritter no. as a person. And no, we even don't, as we, a even as a football player. God bless he and his family. Exactly. Thrive. However. Be fruitful, multiply. Just don't start yeah, he the just, quarterback for my He team. just does not have the talent nor the capability to read and process defenses. At a consistent enough level to be a starter in the NFL. Well, I, I don't think uh, I think Heineke might have been sacked once. I think, but it seems like he got out of situations that Ritter doesn't get yeah. out of. He, he knows to, to get rid of the get ball of and just yep. knows how to get out of trouble. He's got that that instinct that comes with uh, comes with experience. So we're going to have to deal with uh, the notion of a quarterback controversy all week. And you're looking to play a Minnesota Vikings team. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, they're fearing the worst of that Achilles injury, yeah. by the way. Uh, so he might be done for the year. And they were thinking about trading him, too. Mm-hmm. Based off the video, it seems like it's it's it's, it's You bad. saw it. It looked like one of those, like a, like, like a shade going same, up. The same. It looked the same way Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah, yep. yeah, he's done. Well, he's made a lot of money, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Falcons, by the way, reportedly, I think this is from Adam Schefter, off to the, off, offered the Washington Commanders a third-round pick for uh, edge rusher Montez Sweat, which – Love that. Definitely be an upgrade if, if they're wanting to go along with that. So I don't Fun know. Fun fact. I don't know. Fun fact Montez Sweat and I actually went to school together. Are you serious? Yeah, he's a Stevenson Jaguar, just like myself. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Man, there's been a lot of lot of dudes out yep. there. So Coach Cartrell was there when you were there, right? Yes, sir. Because he's not there anymore. He retired. No, he though. retired. Yep. And they used to have that hateful hill they had to run up to at practice. <laughs> yep. 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 I covered Steve's. When I was, back when I was doing TV, I we covered high school football. Yeah. We had to. I making trips to Stevenson for every signing day. Mm-hmm. They kind of uh, stole Southwest DeKalb supremacy yes. in DeKalb County yes. football because yep. they're kind of poaching some of their same players. Mm-hmm. So, Well, the Falcons lose it right now. and um, What can you say? You're 4-4, four and four, and now we're trying to figure out what this team is. It's what this team does to us, this emotional roller coaster or something else. You're so exhilarated by victories this year, the victories we've had, but the losses have been so psychologically damaging to the point where – it's almost like we're trauma bonded with this team. I think at this point, I'd rather. Just, I wish I could just have a conversation with Mike Conti, who's getting ready to uh, host the uh, <laughs> the Hawks uh, pregame show. Hawks are in Milwaukee. Now, looking for the first win after an 0 2 start. Yeah. So if they can uh, get things going there. And again, uh, Vikings coming to town next week, but Kirk Cousins, 
likely tore his Achilles, so that's not that's not a good thing. And the bad thing for them is they only have two days to make a move if they want to get a quarterback because the right. trade deadline's Tuesday. Tuesday. So Tuesday. you really only have two days to make a move if you're going to. Well, there you go. Well, at least uh, Georgia and Tech won this weekend, so that's good. Georgia State got the loss to Georgia Southern. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty heated rivalry too. So, all right, maybe the Hawks can get a win, and we can at least get away get out of this weekend. At least three of the uh, four teams uh, winning. Tough day for the Falcons, though. Very tough. But that's what happens, though. When you can't block, when you can't cover, when you can't move the ball, that's what happens. You're going to lose. 28-23 the final. Falcons lose up there in Nashville to the uh, Titans. I got to say, though, the Houston Oilers, retro unis, one of the best-looking uniforms ever any sport, period. Still Still. absolute fire. All right, that's going to do it for us. Stand by. Hawks pregame coming up next. Hawks up in Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Tip time at 7 o'clock. You're listening to Sports Radio 1990 Game.